Hello and welcome to a new series of the Zero to Finals podcast, where we'll be going through hematology. My name is Tom, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about components of blood. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash components of blood, or in the hematology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Blood is made of plasma, which is the liquid part of the blood, which contains red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, and clotting factors such as fibrinogen. Once the clotting factors are removed from the blood, what's left is called the serum. Serum contains glucose, electrolytes such as sodium and potassium, and proteins such as immunoglobulins, which are antibodies, and hormones. Let's talk about blood cells. Blood cells develop in the bone marrow. The bone marrow is mostly found in the pelvis, vertebrae, ribs, and sternum. Familiarity with the different cell lines can help you understand conditions where things go wrong with those cell lines. Pluripotent hematopoietic stem cells are undifferentiated cells that have the ability to transform into various blood cell types. They initially become myeloid stem cells, lymphoid stem cells, and dendritic cells via different intermediate stages. Red blood cells, which are the blood cells that contain hemoglobin and transport oxygen around the body, develop from reticulocytes, which originate from the myeloid stem cells. Reticulocytes are immature red blood cells. Red blood cells survive around 4 months or 120 days. Platelets are made by megakaryocytes, which develop from the myeloid stem cells. The lifespan of platelets is around 10 days. The normal platelet count is 150 to 450 times 10 to the 9 per litre. The role of platelets is to clump together, which is called platelet aggregation, and plug gaps where blood clots need to form. Next let's talk about white blood cells. Myeloid stem cells become myeloblasts which can become monocytes, then macrophages, neutrophils, eosinophils, mast cells, or basophils. Lymphocytes come from the lymphoid stem cells, and these can become B cells or T cells. B lymphocytes or B cells mature in the bone marrow and differentiate into plasma cells and memory B cells. T lymphocytes or T cells mature in the thymus gland and they differentiate into CD4 cells or T helper cells, CD8 cells or cytotoxic T cells or natural killer cells. Next let's talk about blood film findings. A blood film involves the manual examination of the blood under a microscope looking for abnormal shapes, abnormal sizes and abnormal inclusions 
or contents inside the cells. Here we're going to summarize the key abnormal findings on a blood film. Anisocytosis refers to a variation in the size of the red blood cells. This can be seen in myelodysplastic syndrome and many types of anemia, for example iron deficiency anemia, pernicious anemia and autoimmune hemolytic anemia. Poikilocytosis refers to abnormally shaped red blood cells. Blasts are immature or precursor blood cells. They're larger than normal cells and they have a large nucleus, taking up most of the space inside the cell. They're most associated with acute leukemia. Target cells are red blood cells with a central pigmented area surrounded by a pale area surrounded by a ring of thicker cytoplasm on the outside. This makes them look like a bullseye target. Target cells are mostly seen in iron deficiency anemia and post-splenectomy after the removal of the spleen. Heinz bodies are individual blobs or inclusions that are seen inside red blood cells and these blobs represent denatured or damaged haemoglobin. Heinz bodies are mostly seen in G6PD deficiency and alpha thalassemia. Howell jolly bodies are individual blobs of DNA material seen inside red blood cells. The spleen would normally remove red blood cells with this DNA material inside. How jolly bodies are seen in patients after a splenectomy or with a non-functioning spleen, for example caused by sickle cell anemia. How jolly bodies are also seen in severe anemia where the body's regenerating red blood cells very fast. Reticulocytes are immature red blood cells. They're slightly larger than normal red blood cells, which are called erythrocytes, and still have RNA material inside them. This RNA material has a reticular or mesh-like appearance inside the cell. It's normal for around 1% of red blood cells to be reticulocytes. This percentage goes up when there's a rapid turnover of red blood cells such as with hemolytic anemia, where the bone marrow is actively trying to replace the lost cells. Schistocytes are fragments of red blood cells. They indicate that red blood cells are being physically damaged during their journey through the circulation, and they're seen in hemolytic anemia, particularly with microangiopathic hemolytic anemia, or MAHA, and heart valve replacements. Sideroblasts are immature red blood cells with a nucleus surrounded by iron blobs. Sideroblastic anemia occurs when the bone marrow cannot incorporate iron into the haemoglobin molecules. This could be due to either a genetic defect or myelodysplastic syndrome. Smudge cells are ruptured white blood cells that occur while preparing the blood film when the cells are aged or fragile. Smudge cells are particularly associated with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And finally, spherocytes are sphere-shaped red blood cells without the biconcave disc shape of a normal red blood cell.
Spherocytes can indicate autoimmune hemolytic anemia or hereditary spherocytosis. So thanks for listening to this episode on the components of blood. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about anemia.